All right, shop time. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. As I embark on a day long of sweating out uh, some golf bets in the St. Jude's Classic, guys who I thought would make the cut now might not make the cut. <clears throat> Will Zalatoris, good morning. What's going on, Shime Time? How are you? I'm wonderful, Mutt. How are you today? Uh, Will Zalatoris right now, according to Data Golf, has a only 55% chance to make the cut. So I'm not I'm not thrilled right that's, now. So. That's not great. Didn't expect Friday, August uh, 13th or 12th to be sitting here uh, just sweating my golf balls away, but that's <laughs> what we're going to be doing here. That's my Friday in a nutshell. How are you doing today, Sean Time? I'm good. You know, I'm hanging in there. Uh, my show is done. I am done for the weekend. I'm uh, I'm a happy boy. That's what I like to hear. Uh, let's start with the preseason last night. You did a radio show four hours today. Like, what, what do you pull out of last night's game? What are the talking points off a game where – it was Brian Hoyer and Bailey Zappi and uh, really nothing else last night uh, for the Patriots. Yeah, you I mean. Go, you go first. The I guess the, the big thing is that, to me, the offensive line didn't look great. I think some of the criticism of the offense in general was a little overblown um, to, to the Patriots' credit. I think they did okay last night. Did they do great? No, but, but they also weren't as bad of a dumpster fire as I thought they would be. But for me, the big takeaway is more so not even just the football uh, aspect of it, like the actual game played, but the fact that their their freaking play calling is being split up between two guys. What are we doing? First of all, neither one of these guys has ever called offensive plays in general. True. So with, True. with with that, you would think that one of them should be getting all of the reps so that they maximize the practice they have before getting to the regular season. Instead, you have them splitting duties. What in the hell are we doing here? Yeah, that, I mean, that was my big takeaway. And then, you know, Belichick postgame was just, uh, just a dink. I'm not, I'm not sure how else to explain it. Just there's, there's a way you can handle it. It's Phil Perry trying to ask those questions, and he just wanted – no part of it, you know, as if you're Steve Burton and you're his buddy, you get a birthday wish if you're a football reporter trying to do your job and figure out what's the plan here, what's the process. You know, you just you get sort of nothing. Um, I'm glad Tyquan Thornton looks like used, like he'll like actually yeah, be able to play. There's, there's certainly uh, better vibes than <laughs> what you got from Nikhil Harry early on in the process there. So maybe a rookie wide receiver that can make an impact. Uh, I liked a couple of plays Josh Uche made early when he was out there. It's the Josh Uche we've been promised. But other than that, um, how about Kenny Galladay being forced to play? I mean, what happened to Kenny Galladay? Shime. Um, that guy stinks now. What? How is he playing in a preseason game when no one else is playing? He's a $71 million receiver. He was by good. He was good at some point, wasn't he? Yeah, I thought Was so. that all Matt Stafford? Am I, it might have been Matt Stafford. Is Stafford the wide receiver maker? Uh, he might be. I mean, he made Cooper Cup the best receiver in football. He made uh, Odell Beckham good again. He uh, made, I mean, he maybe he made Calvin Johnson. Maybe he made Kenny Galladay. Maybe people who are underrating Matt Stafford because he was in the dirt hole that is Detroit need to reevaluate, and maybe Matt Stafford is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Who knows? Yeah, n- nothing changed my opinion, I'm sure you we, – we, see, we're sort of biased. We came into it the same way that we don't think – the Patriots are going to be great this year. I don't think either one of us thinks they're a playoff team this year. We're going to be talking about this on, on BetQL Weekend, teams that made the playoffs a year ago that we want to bet against making the playoffs this year, and uh, the Patriots are still on my list. They would teams. be at the, towards the top of my list of those teams. They would be up there for me, uh, as with the Titans maybe. I'm yes, not sure the Titans are going to bounce back. I am with you on that back. as well. 
So uh, I, I, no real takeaways uh, for me other than, you know, Bill Bill being Bill and not helping the guys out at all post game. They were trying to figure out what in God's name he's doing. What, you think any NFL team has ever done this? Like just They haven't. Two, That's the thing. One guy calling the plays for the veteran, one guy calling the plays for the young quarterback. I mean, it's kind Nobody of, has two play callers. Like, yes, you have a backup play caller in case of an emergency, but when it comes to preseason and regular season games, there are two guys making the play calls in one game. It doesn't happen. So, uh, when is their next uh, preseason game? Uh, next Friday, I believe. In, oh, prime time. In Carolina. I know they're against Carolina because they're doing joint practices. Tuesday, oh, that's Wednesday, the other but... thing. Oh, that's, that's a gr- I'm glad you said that, Shime. Like, the highway robbery uh, that was already NFL preseason – has become even worse because these teams, yep, next Friday, I believe, on the NFL Network in primetime uh, at 7 o'clock. A home against, it says home against the Panthers. Oh, there you go. Perfect home. Let's take a two. Pre- awesome. Congrats, Patriot fans. You paid for two preseason games this year on your schedule. Um, now these teams and, and coaches like Bill, like it's, it's already the biggest farce that you have to pay a regular season price for a preseason football game. They include it as part of your, your season ticket package. They call it a game. Now these coaches are admitting, and Belichick included, they care more about practices, Shime, than they do about the actual games. So it's just if so if I if I were uh, uh, a politician, I would be like out there on the podium, be like, I want to challenge the NFL. Fans should not be paying regularly season price, and be, I would win. There and should be win. one preseason game. If practice matters more than preseason games, shouldn't pay there for should be one preseason game, and yeah, and it should be dirt cheap. It it should it it shouldn't they should be free like it, it's so stupid I don't um oh I I don't know I don't know really grinds my gears yes it does I agree with so, you Mike grinds my gears um as far as the baseball went last night legit good win I gotta admit I was way more into the um way more into the baseball last night than I was the football Red Sox were up three nothing they allowed three runs in the six you thought okay this is where their season really does. Sort of come to an end this weekend with the Orioles and three against the Yankees. Eric Cosmer, RBI. Matt Barnes looks good. John Schreiber, couple inning save. Red Sox win. They they uh, blow up my bet, but a little life for the Red Sox last night at Fenway Park, Sean. Yes, yeah, surprisingly enough, uh, I didn't expect it. I just I just expected them to fold over and I agree. die, and they did. To their credit, they won, and now they get to face the Yankees in a weekend series. Uh, it is Nate Evaldi and Domingo Herman tonight. Herman missed the first three and a half months of the season thanks to an arm injury. He's come back and not been good. His ERA is in the fives, uh, but should be noted, he's got a little reverse split action going, does the right-hander Domingo Herman. Uh, he's bat- worse against righties than he is uh, against lefties. I wanted to tell you that my, my bet was going to be total bases on uh, my new favorite Red Sox first baseman, Eric Hosmer, mm-hmm. but they posted it half a half a total base. So I'm, I'm not uh, going to lay the 200 to do it. I wish it was a, a one and a half. They won't do it. Um, so I'll tell you, I like Alex Verdugo uh, for total bases tonight. Over nice. one and a half plus 120. He'll be my player prop uh, for this podcast, and I will also use him as a player prop uh, on the show tonight. I like Tommy Pham as of late. We like hey, Eric that's mine. I have no, just saying I like I like the cut of his jib. I'm not saying I'm betting him. Well, I'm I am. That, my uh, my really? player prop today oh. is Tommy Pham over one and a half total bases. Guy's been hot. Get it at plus 120. I will take it. I think he has, what, hits in seven of nine games since he joined yeah. the Red Sox. Had a big so hit last am, night again, yeah. I am into Tommy Pham here at plus, uh, plus 120 for over one and a half. <sighs> uh, we'll see. We'll see what we get to here. Uh, by the way, Yankees bet- and Red Sox, the, 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 Yankees are, the, the Yankees are 7 and 13 since the All-Star break. They're so it's not like they're kicking and ass seven right now in either. their last eight. 
Yeah. They, they, like, and that's I think that's why too. I immediately went to player props instead of trying to bet this game because the Red Sox just stopped the four game skid with a win last night. Yeah, uh, good for them. Yay! But and then the Yankees are one and seven in their last eight. So I'm like, I don't, I, I don't trust either of these teams at the moment. So I'm like, you know what? I'll just go to a player prop. And I, I, I was talking about the pregame. Like, there's just no. Um, I love to say like, oh, there's momentum there. But no buzz. If, but if Nate Baldy goes out there and gets rocked in the second inning, the the momentum of last night doesn't matter. So momentum in baseball is really not a thing. But the new guys are performing well. Matt Barnes looked good last night. Maybe just maybe some positive things to build on uh, for the team going forward. Uh, what else, Chris Shimes, he head into what looks like to be an awesome, awesome weekend here in New England. Yeah, I'm really excited for the weekend. I'm going to get some golf in, going to get some rest and relaxation in. Uh, you deserve it. Though. Girlfriend's got a hockey tournament, so I'll be attending that. It's good, really? good stuff, yeah. Where's the tournament? Uh, just Haverhill, not too far away. That's not too far. Oh. Uh, yeah, very low-key weekend in our end as well. My guy Sahith, though. I'll take that. Thieg's is playing well. Yep, one stroke back. I'll take it. I got Feeling Will Zaltoris is not playing well. Let me check as we've talked here for a few minutes. He is one under through four. Oh, his cup percentage went from 55% down to 53%. Going to need some birdies here, Will. They're playing – and this is also a uh, minor annoyance. It is hurting some of the more talented golfers out there today mm -hmm. uh, because what they've done for a second straight day is preferred lies and I believe lift, clean, and play. So it's allowing guys that maybe not be great – to get some really nice approach shots. So uh, it's it's it level out the playing field a little bit. We'll see how it affects the weekend. Uh, I don't think that guys like uh, Siwoo Kim and J.J. Spawn, who went eight under yesterday, are going to go eight under today. But as I say that, uh, Emiliano Grillo is four Emiliano under through six. Grillo. Danny McCarthy, three under through seven. So there is some scoring out there, but it's not quite as dramatic as it was yesterday. But I'll be invested in the St. Jude, uh, both thanks to uh, some bets I made, some DK lineups, and uh, about a million underdog playoff teams I drafted uh, for the playoffs. Uh, subscribe to the podcast, folks. You can check us out on Spotify, iTunes, and the Odyssey app. Uh, I'm going to be around this weekend, Shime, so I'm available to hop on and oh, do yeah, we'll some be, we'll uh, be Saturday, Sunday this pods this weekend. Yep. I'll be available uh, as uh, last wet the golf. Go ahead. I'm, I will be able Sunday if we do it early. Otherwise, uh, Sunday may... May go without a pod, but we will definitely have one tomorrow. That, uh, how, that I can early, you. how early Sunday are you looking at? Like 7.30? No shot. <laughs> All yeah. right, then there you go. we got a pod tomorrow, and then we have Sunday off. We will get you on Saturday. Won't help you out on Sunday. Uh, we'll have some Red Sox-Yankees talk about tomorrow. We'll keep an eye uh, on the NFL. We may have to address this this Kevin Durant stuff, the report today saying that the, the, the Celtics keep saying no about certain guys they'll include. I'm going to stump for a little Kevin Durant tomorrow. Cool. On the podcast, Chris Scheim. Enjoy your Friday, buddy. Thank you. Can't wait, Matt. I'll talk to you tomorrow.